So why do you want to learn a new language? I'll tell you why. Because donde esta el baño can be a very important question at times. You know, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. Fast-track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a natural way. I love the fact that I can go from my laptop to my phone to pretty much anywhere and learn the language of my choice. Not to mention I'm bringing my communication skills to new heights. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash startalk. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Star Talk. Neil deGrasse Tyson here, your personal astrophysicist. We've got a Cosmic Queries edition for you today. And I got with me the one, the only, Chuck Nice. What's up, Neil? Chuck. I followed your tweets during the Super Bowl. They were hilarious. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Know, so you were watching the game or tweeting? What were you doing? I, you know what? I only tweeted during the halftime because I, I, I was actually watching the game and enjoying it. Uh -huh. And then halftime came up. And I started, and of course, it was very Latino. That's right. It was in every dimension. Very Latino in every single way. <laughs> and, you know, I have a partial Latino household. Okay. So, you know, my wife is Puerto Rican and a Korean. This is my mother. Right, yeah. 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 So my uh -huh. wife is Puerto Rican. And, and, you know, so we're sitting around and the kids, and we're all looking at all the Puerto Rican-ness happening on the screen. <laughs> and we're like, yeah, this is great. And then it occurs to me, they better get this show over quickly before Donald Trump deports the whole damn Super Bowl. <laughs> Across the border. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so anyway, yeah, so that was fun. Cosmic Queries today. What, uh, what's the topic? It's black holes and dark energy. Okay, I should have sufficient expertise for that. Yeah, but if not, we we we'll, we'll get uh, Jan Eleven on speed dial. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. We'll have to check in. We'll on get her. a little black hole blues boogie in over oh, here. Oh yeah, that's her book. Yeah. Black hole blues. Yeah, All right. right on. All yeah. right, should we start? Yeah. So okay. she's my cosmologist at large. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, All right. I'm, I'm sorry we didn't have her here. I love when you mm -hmm. guys get into it, man, because there's always such great information that you two, you two seem to, it's not quite, in, in, it's in not. In physics language, it's called uh, resonate. There's a resonance. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. That's in physics lingo. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you have two waves. Yeah, wait, and that, they come. So if, they, if they're not resonating, they can actually cancel out and right. you get nothing. Exactly. If the peaks go with the troughs. Correct. But once the peaks go with the peaks and the troughs and the troughs, then it magnifies the strength of the wave. And okay. then you have extra 
extra flow. Oh, a little constructive interference. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Chuck remembered his high school physics lab. <laughs> and we're going to stop right there. I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. <laughs> All right, give it to me. All right, here we go. Uh, Sunil Engel from Patreon, because we always start with a Patreon patron, because mm -hmm. they give us money. All uh, right. And we appreciate that. So thank you, Sunil. And Sunil wants to know this. Why are we so sure that there are black holes at the center of ours and perhaps every galaxy. It could be empty space, like the eye of a hurricane spiraling outwards. Ooh. Wow. Check this out. Ooh. It, I love me the, some eyes of hurricanes. Right on. There was a movie back in the 60s. Really? You know, the Apollo program was fully up and running, and okay. so it influenced storytelling. And there's a movie called Marooned. Marooned. Yeah, so there was some spacecraft that got marooned. It's like they couldn't come back down out of orbit. Nice. And so they had to launch. What do you mean nice? <laughs> nice for storytelling. Uh, it's great for a story. <laughs> that's what, all space movies. People go into space and something bad happens. Exactly. That, that's the plot. All right. All right. So, so, of course, it's in Florida. Uh, you know, this our space program launch bases right. are in Florida. And so they had to ready a craft to get to them before they died. All right. So they ready the craft and then a hurricane shows up. Sweet. Because <laughs> it's Florida. Right. right. So they can't launch the hurricane. And someone calculates wait, the eye of the hurricane is going to pass directly over the launch tower. Right. But will there be a launch tower left? <laughs> That's the problem. No, but they didn't ask that question. Of course. <laughs> okay. But it was like, very cool. That's how I learned that this center of the hurricane is actually a very silent, quiet place. Right. And so the eye came over, then they launched, and you see the, the, the rocket coming out from the center of the thing. Right. So what they're asking is, in this question, what uh, Sun Sunil. Sunil is asking is, we see all this activity in the center of the galaxy, stars orbiting a big, dark area. Right. How do we know it's not just like the center of a hurricane? And the reason why we know that is because what we learned from Kepler and later Newton is the orbit that you have is the speed of your orbit is completely determined by the mass that's sitting inside your orbit. Uh -huh. The mass around which you revolve. Right. So what you say is, here are these things. I can see how fast they're moving run back to Kepler's equation and say there must be a mass, a, a huge, huge mass, a huge mass, like right. bigger than the size of the orbit. Wow. Wait, wait. And then you say, but wait a minute. We don't know anything that's that massive that's smaller than the orbit except for a, a black, black hole. hole. Gotcha. Okay. So in other words, if it was a star with that much mass, it would be huge, huge or, or right. some other thing and you'd right. see it. You'd see it, right. you see a glowing thing. Gotcha. This is dark, and it has huge mass, and it's small. Mm. That's three smoking guns right there. Right. Implicating a supermassive black hole. Supermassive black hole. Yes. And, and our black hole is less massive than the one in the center of the Andromeda galaxy, our nearest big galaxy. Do we have black hole envy? Well, I think we do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some black hole. <laughs> so, but we're talking about hundreds of millions of times the mass of the sun. But it's a black hole, so it's small for that much mass. Wow. And so that's why. Oh, so, so we do it for our galaxy. Then we do it for our neighboring galaxy. It's such, it's such Wait a, a minute. Go ahead. And we can't. No, other galaxies are far away, so ground-based telescopes, you can't see it, so we send up Hubble. Mm -hmm. And so we say, well, if we have it, and we're not really a special galaxy in, in, the, in the universe, mm -hmm. and Andromeda has it, mm -hmm. our nearest neighbor, maybe. This is astronomy, astronomy think. 
these two galaxies have it. Maybe every galaxy has it. Right. Okay? Because why should we be special? Right. It's called the Copernican Principle. You're probably not special. Right. <laughs> exactly. Copernicus, better known as my father. <laughs> not so special. I don't know what you think, but go ahead. Your father interacting with you. Exactly. Yeah, okay, thank you. So... So you, we, we hypothesize that maybe all galaxies have black holes. So you invoke Hubble, who can see farther away galaxies, mm -hmm. and measure the movements of stars down deep in the middle, and they were moving fast too. Right. And every next galaxy, and so we've now done enough, we're just re resigned to the fact that every right. galaxy's got a black Even some of the smaller galaxies that might not have, they got black holes They still too. have black holes, right. So no, we haven't, seen, we haven't measured every one of the 100 billion galaxies in the universe, but every galaxy we measured, the big ones, the small ones, right. the... It's like the, taking a pole. The, yeah, except even better. Right. Because the universe doesn't have weird people living in right. back roads <laughs> who think weird stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Well, actually, it might. The universe could have some weird galaxy that we've never discovered before. Right. Every galaxy that fits into a category of galaxies that we've observed, it's got a black hole of different masses. And the more massive the, the entire galaxy, right. then the more massive the black hole is. Gotcha. Yeah, there's some yeah. that have billions of times the mass of the sun Damn. as a black hole sitting in the middle. Wow. Yeah. That's a very dated reference. It is. 1974. <laughs> it really is. It's a great, great movie and scene. Deliverance. Deliverance, that's right. That Absolutely. movie was so great, I have on purpose never seen it a second time because it was so disturbing. It it's is like, a disturbing. It's movie. the most disturbing movie I've ever seen in my yeah, life. It's it's Deliverance. really yeah. And it had it had which is why I have it on a loop. <laughs> <laughs> that explains Chuck. Okay, that explains it. <laughs> Sorry. So that had uh, Ned Beatty. It had yeah. it had um, um, what's his a name? Boy? Uh, a Bert. Who, who, Bert, Bert Reynolds. Bert, Bert right? Reynolds. Yeah. In a serious role. Yeah. At a time he was making comedies. So, That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He was very super cool. Really good. All right. I guess we'll move on. Wait, why not do another Patreon? We took way too long to answer that question. That's not true. I, 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 I know you always want to answer We more. took a poll. But here's we, the we thing. We took a definitive poll. Yes, we did. And you know what they said? What? They said, so these folks said, we want, keep the long answers. Right. And other people said, no, we want more questions. This is true. But guess what? That's they what, split uh, right down the everybody middle. Everybody wants that, though. So there's always going to be people who are like, I love your long answers. I, I, it's entertaining. I find out stuff, you know, that I otherwise wouldn't Did have thought about. Did you want to know about, about the movie Marooned from 1960? I love that. <laughs> and this is why it's I... It's how I learned. I, as a kid, how am I, 10 years old? Right. The Eye of Hurricanes. It's See, a quiet I, place. As far as I'm concerned, those are that's what makes the show good. Okay. But listen. All right. And the, here's the thing, people. And, and just listen to me. I'm uh, uh, Just trust Actually, me. good point. Good point. Here's the point. What? You, you, we're going to get to your question at some point. At some point. Here's the thing. At some point. You raise an interesting point. If I just gave answers, then you don't really need me. No, you just be black Google. <laughs> black Google. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil the black Google. <laughs> right, so these are not Google answers. Right. These are sort of fleshy. Exactly. Notice like, again, I'm just dating myself here. In the old days when you look something up, you go to an encyclopedia. That's right. But you never, it would take you an hour to get 
to the thing you were looking up. Right. Because you stumbled all along the way. All along the way. That's right. There was a whole journey to find your answer. And see, kids, this is what you're missing out on by not having an encyclopedia because that experience you just said right there is one of the best things in the world. It is. You go look up in your world book. Same same with with dictionaries. Right. You get lost. Oh, I don't know about that word. Where did that word come from? Obstreperous. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell was that? (laughs) Right? You know, it's no... And that's the front right. of it. And this mm-hmm. is kind of what we're doing. So, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, Alex wants to know this. Alex, I'm glad Alex you pronounced Betts. his name correctly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alex from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I was just in Omaha, Nebraska. You were recently. where? Yeah. In yeah cool. Omaha. Nice. Uh, yeah. Every, every time I hear Omaha, all I think of is Peyton Manning. Uh, can a small really? blood? Yeah. That's, that's, no, he's not. But he screams that out when he's at the line of scrimmage. He goes, 345, Omaha. Does Omaha. he really? I swear to God. Yeah. And I have no idea what it means in football or anything, but wow. maybe somebody will write in and let us know. Okay. Uh, this is what Alex Betts wants to know. Can a small black hole orbit a bigger black hole? And if so, uh, can it be a stable orbit where it would never fall into or merge with the larger black hole? Okay, I'm be black Google here. Ready? <laughs> the answer is Yes. Boom. Okay, next question. Go. Let's move on. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't think a black hole knows it's a black hole. Really? It's just a a lump of mass out there looking for love, okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's why it's a black hole. In all the wrong places. Now I get the black part. No. So, So the point is, so a way to answer that is, if Earth today turned into a black hole, Right. It'd be a mini black hole like the size of a, of a, I calculated once, about, uh, of a plum. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So you mean all of this Earth got yeah. down into so the our, size our of a plum? event horizon, it would be deep within the plum. Right. But the, the, the plum is the size of our event horizon. Wow. Okay? With the mass of the Earth. Yes. Holy crap. Black holes don't play, dude. Is, okay, so let me ask. They don't play. Before we go on further with this, I just got to... Wait, gotta, uh, you, wait, you, what, no, what? you just really I'm in the middle of an answer. Out. I know, but... All right, what? Where's the space come from? To So as you're collapsing... Why don't you run out of space right. inside of what's collapsing? Okay. You're wondering, you're wondering, isn't there a point beyond which you cannot compress it any further? Yes! Okay. Yes! All right. All right. Alex, we're getting back to your question. I'm sorry. <laughs> but this Chuck is, just this is really freaking me out right question. now. And it just, I just got to know. Okay. So there are various states of matter. Okay. Okay. Um, why why is a rock a rock? Because something is preventing it from collapsing. Right. Okay? So what is it? Well, it's the forces between molecules and atoms. Okay. Okay? Right. So they're called electronic forces, they're called. I got that. Right? That's why you we all have... Right. So, That's so, why I can't put my hand through, through my leg. Through your leg. Or through okay? this chair. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. I Unless got you. you're an invisible man or something <laughs> exactly. or some other... Uh, all right. So now, it turns out under high enough pressure... You can collapse that, okay, and close down the gaps that are between those atoms and molecules. Okay. All right? Now they get closer okay. together. Right. Okay? And you get something called electron degeneracy. That's what it's called. It has nothing to do with its moral uh, compass. Okay? Gotcha. <laughs> of electrons. Right. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. So electron degeneracy, they're so 
tightly packed, okay, that you're trying to cram electrons into the space of other electrons and they don't allow that, all right, from quantum quantum physics. Okay. All right. So they, they keep their own identity within the structure. And then we have matter out there that resembles it. It's called white dwarfs. White dwarfs are electron degenerate and they're extremely dense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wait a minute, you can go further. Okay. There's still the gap between the nucleus of an atom and the electrons themselves. Right. Let's collapse that gap. And that is the biggest gap of them all. Ah. Okay. You know what that, that gap is? Take a football stadium. All okay. Right. And then put uh, I don't know, a, a, a mustard seed or okay. something tiny. Tiny is a, a mustard seed. A poppy seed. seed. A mustard, mustard seed is biblical. Right. But let's take a, a, like a poppy seed. All right. Put that in the middle of the stadium. Right. That's the nucleus, and the outer size of the stadium is the orbits of the electrons. Wow. Atoms are mostly empty space. Gotcha. And the first dude to determine this, his name was J.J. Was Thompson, and he, <laughs> he performed the experiment by firing particles through a very thin film of gold. Gold, you can hammer it so thin, you can have practically one layer thick Sweet. of atoms, Sweet. okay? Right? You can, it's very malleable is nice. the chemistry term, right? Make it really thin. And he fired particles, and he's ready to see them. Some bounce back, careen to the left, to the right, and 99.99999% of them went straight through like nothing was there. Wow. And he was the first person to realize that matter is mostly empty space. Gotcha. And the next morning, he is rumored to be afraid to step onto the floor, getting out of bed. Right. That he might fall through it. Wow. Because he alone knew how empty matter was. So the next stage is collapsing everything down, and you're cramming the electrons into the protons, because no, no longer can they separate themselves, all right? But they're not going to occupy the same space anymore. They're crammed together. If you combine a proton and an electron, what happens to the charge? It becomes what? I don't know. <clears throat> <laughs> Thank you for that admission of total. <laughs> All right. Electron no, has a negative charge, charge. A proton has a positive charge. They cancel uh, out. And what kind? how much charge are you left with? Uh, neutral. Neutral. So you put them together, you create a neutron. Right. Okay. So now you, so you don't have the electron degeneracy and you have a pack, a pack of neutrons. That is the densest matter that exists out there that is not a black hole. Okay. So these are called neutron stars. Because in my field, we tell it like, right, like it is. Right, of course. Yeah. All right? And neutron stars that rapidly rotate have magnetic fields. They, call, they pulse in radio waves. We call those pulsars. Pulsars. Okay, all right? that makes sense. The person who discovered pulsars, Anthony Hewish, won the Nobel Prize for it back in the 1970s. And 60s. started a watch company. <laughs> Little known fact. <laughs> People always taking our words. Exactly. Well, we got Milky Way candy bar. We Excuse me. Can we get some royalties for that, please? Okay. The Mars Bar, I know it's the family name, but still, I'm taking it. Right. All right? Okay. And you know how many car names are astronomically named? Uh, Cars? Okay. There's like the, the, the Astro. That's the name of a minivan. That was a... Oh, my God. There is an Astro yes. minivan. Yes. I made a whole list. I got a whole list. One, we'll do a whole show on, on just cars? car names. Okay. Car names. All right. A whole show. All right. I could do a whole show. Okay, gotcha. Don't get me started. Don't make me go there. Okay? <laughs> a whole show on... Names of stuff that came That's from came my field. from your uh, astrophysics. Right? Yeah, okay. okay. Gotcha. We'll, promise, we'll do that. Okay. All right. So. So now we're at Pulsar. Okay, now Pulsar. That stuff is there. So that's, if you take, want to know how dense that is, take a herd of 300 billion elephants and cram them into a thimble. Holy crap. Okay. 
Wow. All right, so now you can calculate how much pressure that makes to stop it from collapsing further. And you can calculate that. And then you figure out in a black hole, the collapsing force is even greater. Damn. So we don't know. We, we got no physics anymore after that. Right. So in a black hole, it's denser than the density of 300 billion elephants. In a thimble. Crammed into a thimble. Right. Okay. And just tr imagine trying to do that. Yeah. You know, you with your definitely need a crowbar <laughs> or something. <laughs> something. Just right. So wow. So yes, you. I can get you to the neutron star density. After that, it's all black holes. It's all black holes. It's all black holes. Wow. All right. So now Earth becomes a black hole. We just continue to orbit the sun. The gravity between us and the sun is determined just by our masses. Our mass didn't change. Right. Okay. It's still the same mass. Who cares if we're a black hole? Right. All right. Now, if you turn the sun into a black hole, we don't care if it has the same mass. Right. So we're these mini black hole orbiting big black hole, and there you go. Right. So we'd just be orbiting the little mini black hole. That's all. No, we'd be the mini black hole orbiting. Oh, no, I'm saying if the sun became a black hole, we, we would just continue to orbit that little black hole. But, but we're littler. So we're the plum-sized black hole. Right. The sun, sun is, is a, the big black hole. bigger black big, hole. Bigger. Right. right. So, so the point is, the reason why we see black holes have such high gravity is they have high surface gravity. Mm. But if you step the same distance away from it that you were before it became a black hole, it's not anything. Nothing's going to happen. Right. It's All just right. that you can get real close to the center of gravity, and the power of the gravity keeps getting, the, the force of gravity keeps getting higher and higher and higher and higher and higher. Okay. So that's how that works. That's awesome. So the answer is yes. The, the, <laughs> the answer is yes. we yes. got to take our first break. When we come back, more cosmic queries, black holes, and dark energy. And dark energy. I'm starting If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. Sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block tax pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. 
And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. We're back. Star Talk. Cosmic Queries. Chuck Nice. That's right. The, the basic ingredients. You, me, Cosmic Queries, Star Talk. That's it. That's it. Let's take it from there. Let's take it from there. All right. There the topic go. again? Uh, uh, dark energy and black holes. Let's do it. I, th- I think I can get through that topic. Those so far, All so right. good. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's uh, jump right back into this with a uh, question from Facebook and Kent uh, Baker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yep, Kent. People, would you please give like phonetic pr- pronunciation guides for Chuck? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because reading is fundamental. <laughs> and I think you guys are just screwing with me, to be honest. I really right. do. Right. Anyway, he goes like this: Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. Please ask Neil if a black hole can reignite into a star once it has lost enough mass through hawking radiation. Oh, what really? a great Good question. question. Interesting. Ooh. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, no, Kent. Because um, if somehow the black hole could stay the same size and you pulled mass out, right? then I don't know, I have to think that through. But what happens is as you pull mass out, the black hole gets smaller and smaller and smaller to be the appropriate size black hole for the mass that's left over. Okay. Okay. So that's what's happening. Gotcha. So the black hole just continues to shrink, keeping all of its parameters sort of black hole uh, uh, proper. Ah, okay? gotcha. So, so that's why. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. There you go. All right. All right. That's pretty cool. All right. This is John. But that's, I mean, that'd make a good sci-fi story. Right. You know, so someone in the future figures out a way to, to undo it. black holes oh, cool. and turn them back into sort of masses that they once were. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of cool. That, yeah. Let's do it. That well, you, know, you if you could do that, you probably can just create a black hole. Hmm. Yeah. Once you start controlling black holes, they they will uh, bend to your whims. <laughs> <laughs> and then the first thing people do is weaponize it. Of course. Yes, this is what humans do. Now, that's a great sci-fi story. Instead of some stupid, like, Death Star... Right. Like, you actually have a killer black hole. No, no, that's they did that in Star Trek. Oh, they did? Yes. It Wait, was this uh, <laughs> a drill that would drill down to the center of a planet and, and then drop red matter, and then it would that's turn right. this planet into a black hole. That's right. So, yeah, they've been there. They, yeah, they, damn. Watch, keep I am, up with your I'm movies, late. Dude. I'm late. I'm mm-hmm. late on that one. You're right. That was the red matter. That, yeah. Right. Again, why destroy the whole planet? Wouldn't you want to keep the planet? I, if, you don't, if you're enemies with who's on the surface, get rid of them by some diabolical means. Right. But keep the real estate. Yeah. What, what are you doing? And it's always about, like, revenge. Like, you know, 
it's not going to bring your wife and children back, okay? Mm. Get over it. All right, here we go. John Feltron, a black hole warp space time yes. around it. Yes. A star does the same. Yes. What happens to the gravitational well that the star has formed if the star begins to fall into the gravitational well formed by the black hole? Does it dissipate at the same rate as the amount of mass being stripped? Or do both wells combine? I love the people. This be some good. No, this is so good, John. You're just showing off. <laughs> That's what you're doing, John. John probably worked right here at the museum. <laughs> John is downstairs. <laughs> Sending us questions through, baby. <laughs> All right. All right. So wow. There's a lot to... Okay. So if you think of it as the classical distortion in like a rubber sheet. Right. The okay? rubber sheet, the rubber sheet model. Just, so the black hole is like a very deep hole in the rubber sheet. Right. But everybody's got a dimple in the rubber sheet. Okay. Okay. You, got, you have your I own... I have my own little dimple. Your own little dimple. Right. They're and adorable. The, the, <laughs> Depending on, depending on the mass, exactly. Depending on the mass, it determines how deep the dimple is in the fabric of space and time. Right. Okay. As you merge two dimples, if the black hole, if it's a black hole in a star, if the black hole begins to flay the star, as black holes are known to do, mm. then its dimple will get deeper, and the the black hole's dimple will get deeper, and the star's dimple will get shallower gotcha. in response to this. Welcome to Cooking with Black Holes. <laughs> Today, we're going to fillet a star. <laughs> Go ahead. No, that, that's, I didn't say fillet. I know. You said fillet. Fillet. Right. Fillet. That's it. You know what that means? Uh, it means to disperse. No, right? no. Oh, what's it mean? No. I thought it meant like to no. pull apart. It's to skin. Gotcha. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm, hey, listen, I'm, I'm not. Let me. I'm checking right now. I thought now. it meant to pull apart, but the no. skin. I'll uh, well, take well, it. it could be. Generally, if you pull pulling someone apart, you would do it with the skin first because that's the <laughs> outer layer. Yes. So maybe that could have led to your your uh, hypothesis that. All right, let's do this. Okay. And we go. I here. love that he actually looks it up instead of just going, "Hey Siri." Flay. Okay. Here we go. Flay. To strip. Off the skin. You're correct. So it's or just outer covering of. Right. So it's not really pull apart. It okay. is indeed skin. For stripping is skinning. And then you you metaphor it, and it's like to criticize or scold with scathing severity. Oh. Yo, okay. You just got flayed. Flayed, exactly. And here's another one. To deprive or strip of money or property. Oh, that's mine. Because these, these are your outer right. accoutrements. Exactly. Right? Gotcha. So, Better known as divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what that that's is? what it is. So divorce is a, is a, is a legal flaying. It's legal flaying. That's okay. all. Sweet. Okay. All right. So, so anyway, uh, the star is flayed by the bigger dimple. Of the black hole. Yes. And so if you flay that, so the dimples change size relative to the mass that has changed hands. Right. All right. So it is possible for the star to flay the star, the, the, for the black hole to flay the star completely so that it no longer has a dimple and it has consumed all of its mass. Gotcha. And then it is the sum of the two dimples together. Gotcha. All right. Um, otherwise, you can have a star that's getting flayed while it's orbiting 
the two. And so you have two dimples just in orbit one with a slow change in the two, and that's until one just disappears completely. This is kind of fun to watch. Right. I mean, you can imagine that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, there you go. That, there you have it. So that's how it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Let's go to Love Marauder. You know how to pronounce that. Yeah. <laughs> how big of an impact does dark energy have on my everyday life? None. Okay, next question. It's not always about you, love marauder. It's not always about you. <laughs> okay, so the thing is, dark energy is this, is this mysteri still mysterious pressure in the vacuum of space that's forcing the universe to accelerate in its expansion against the wishes of all the galaxies and their gravity trying to slow the thing down. Right. And so, so some people thought of it as an anti-gravity force. Could we one day harness it and make uh, spaceships out of it? Right. Uh, it's, so there's an interesting <clears throat> sci-fi frontier there. But what I can tell you is, because it's manifesting in the vacuum relative to where there isn't a vacuum, there's not much vacuum here. No. Right? So gravity and electromagnetism and all these other things are really dominating where you happen to be. So, no. There's no known, visible, or measurable effect on anything you will do in your life. Right. That's there what I'm go. saying. So, there you go. So just, just, if you're not a galaxy, don't worry about it. Right, yeah. If you're not a galaxy among other galaxies in the expanding universe, right. just chill. Just chill. Chill on that. All right, well, there you go. That's it. Love Marauder. I, I hope that I hope you find that sufficient okay. to continue your <laughs> love exploits. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, this is Brian Bull, and he wants to know this. Um, does a black hole still produce light or other radiation that just can't escape the black hole's gravity? So, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of energy in, and matter inside of a black hole. Right. So, if you're in the black hole... In. Yeah, you it's probably bright as I don't know bright, what. Right, right, exactly. Because the light got no place to go. Right, it's got no place to go. Yeah. And so, it's all in there. So... Now, we don't have direct evidence of this. <laughs> Chuck, you want to be... <laughs> Chuck, yeah. yo, yo, call me and uh, when you get back. I'll go find this out. Let me go get on this. <laughs> yeah, get, yeah you, you report back to me. I'm on a full report yeah. on my desk in the morning. I'll be like Matthew McConaughey in that String Theory movie. Damn, what was the name of that movie? Interstellar. Interstellar, yes. What do you mean, that String Theory? Interstellar. Interstellar. Like, get with the program. I've, listen, I'm on new medication. It's really bothering my memory. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, there's no reason why you wouldn't still see light and other things inside the black hole. Right. Right. It's just not getting out. That's cool. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. excellent. 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 All right. Um, oh. Oh, you know what else you'd see? Go ahead. If you tried to look outside the black hole, you'd see all the stuff coming in. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, that'd be really bright. Oh, yeah. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. Not a bad... Yeah, the only problem is <laughs> you'd just be like, don't come in here. <laughs> There's no way out. No, don't come in. You know. What's that guy saying down there? <laughs> All right. Uh, this is RYP. Thank you, RYP, for just using your initials. Okay? RYP wants to know this. Could Maybe that's his name, Rip. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah that's that, mm -hmm. that's cool rip wants to know this could dark energy or matter dark matter or dark energy mm -hmm. is it possible to manipulate it to use it as a fuel of some sort interesting so here's the problem mm -hmm. dark energy we don't know how to interact with it we we just measure its effects on the universe dark matter reveals itself to us through its gravity 
Okay. But it doesn't reveal itself to us in any other way that we normally interact. So we can see its effects, but not what it is itself. Not in materially. Not materially. That's correct. Because wow. materially, what do you do? You you touch it, right. you pinch it, right. you weigh it. Right. I mean, you 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 put it on, you grab it, piece of it, put it on a scale, mm -hmm. you do all of this, and dark matter, in order to have something. You you are this person called Chuck. Right. Because all your atoms are all attached to each other. Thank God. Okay? Yes. They're all there. Right. Dark matter not only doesn't attach to your atoms. Right. It doesn't attach to itself. Ooh. So, as far as we know, there are no lumps of dark matter out there. Right. There are no dark matter planets. Right. No dark matter galaxies. In the cosmos that is oatmeal, there are no lumps of dark matter. <laughs> you don't like lumps in your oatmeal? No, no. I do not. <laughs> I used to as a kid because you would put roll them in sugar <laughs> then eat them like oatmeal candy, but go ahead. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Oh, do you, do, that was early. Uh, you were early out of the box with granola. Yeah. Those are rolled, Those are rolled oats, oats with, yeah. with dipped, rolled right. in sugar. So you and take the oatmeal lump, you roll it in some sugar, and you eat it. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. All right. So there you go. All right. Yeah. So yeah, there's no. We have no way to harness it in that sense. Gotcha. If you if you can't grab it because your hand goes straight through it, <laughs> right. and it doesn't make itself give itself any kind of density. Sweet. So you can't. There's it's, nothing you can do to no, it, it, right. So you can see it. No, no, you can see its I'm effects. Its effects. You can see its effects, but you can't see it, and you it can't is, interact with it. It is literally invisible. Wow. Because because not only do your molecules and atoms not interact, light doesn't interact with it. Oh my gosh. And light and molecules and atoms are all related to each other. Oh, correct. Okay. They all interact. They all you reflect light. Right. Some light goes through you, like but gets absorbed inside of you. Like right. X-rays go into your bones, this and they can true. see right. this on a map. Mm -hmm. They shadow your bones. So, I absorb a little more light than most. I will say that's true. Yeah, yes, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's a very it's an, called albedo. Albi uh, wait a minute. We have a word for that. Albedo. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. If you have an albedo of one, right, you reflect a hundred percent of the light that hits you. Uh, not to be confused with libido. <laughs> If you have an albedo, if you have a libido of one. <laughs> that's <laughs> if you have an albedo of zero, you absorb everything that comes to. You. That would and be a black hole. If you have hole. a libido of zero, you are married. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> right, how All many right. more libido jokes I'm you can into, into a minute? <laughs> I can't help it. I don't know what it is, but go ahead. Uh, albedo. So the point is, yeah, albedo. So, so. Um, albedo, just the, it's a, the ability of a surface of something to reflect light. Right. Okay. That's all. And it's a percent. So one would be 100%. Nice. And zero, zero. So the moon has a very low albedo. As bright as it can be, it doesn't reflect much light. Wow. Yeah, it's like in the like 10% of the lighters. I forgot the exact number, but it's, really, it's absorbing most of the rest of it. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, where was I? All I'm saying is if you can't grab something and put it in a box— you can't harness it. You can't. What do we get? We don't know how to harness right. it. Right. There, there, we need some other way that we invent. Once we figure out what it is, we might be able to find a dark matter trap. How do you figure out what something is if you can't interact with it? I know. Thank you. <laughs> He's like, it's, welcome to my world. I know. Thank you. <laughs> this is the longest unsolved problem in astrophysics. It's been wow. with us since 1936. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that is amazing. There that is really cool. Oh, I'm just saying. So the guy who figures that out 
Well, the, per- the person. The person. The human. Yeah. I, 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 you're right. I shouldn't say guy. I, so, I don't know how to say okay. I'm, I'm. We're living in 2020 now. Mm-hmm, I should, mm-hmm. The person who figures that out is going to win a Nobel Prize time 10. Yeah. The, the person who figures out what dark matter is. Right. And and then we ideally we can control it, manipulate it, put some in a box. That'd be cool. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to take a break. Okay. Uh, when we come back, more Star Talk, Cosmic Queries, Black Holes. You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship from a ride on the Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags, be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential and through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, Auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Time to give a Patreon shout-out to the following Patreon patrons. Ashad Kuyumjian and Tony Biel. Thanks so much, guys, for supporting us and helping us make our little trek through the cosmos. And anyone else, if you would like your very own Patreon shout-out, make sure you go to patreon.com slash Radio and support us. Thank you.
We're back. Star Talk. Cosmic Query. Yes. Chuck Nice. That's Tweeting right. at Chuck Nice Comic. Thank you, sir. Yes, very, very that is good. correct. Very good. So it turns out we are like luxuriating in these answers. We're, I'm, I will, I will executive privilege and say we will not do lightning round. Excellent. Okay. Good. We'll just continue to luxur, continue to bask. Yes. In, nice. In the cosmic knowledge juxtaposed with cosmic ignorance. Sweet. And therein uh, did is you the just, movie. Is did the, you just describe the two people who are on <laughs> no, this podcast? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's this? Chuck, you need more self-confidence here. <laughs> I was describing something bigger than us. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. It's the intersection of cosmic knowledge and cosmic ignorance that is the moving frontier of cosmic discovery. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. That that's I love I should that. Tweet that. You should tweet that. Let me go ahead and tweet that. Yeah, you should. That's okay. a that's that's uh, quite eloquent and elegant at the same time. All right. All right, here we go. Martin Cuevas. And Martin wants to know this. What would happen to the earth if it came close or directly in contact with a black hole? The one being hypothesized to be perhaps the planet nine orbit? So I didn't realize that Planet Nine was actually postul um, uh, posited to be a black hole. I thought that's why they call it Planet Nine yep. because it's supposed to be this supermassive object that's, that's new out to me past too. the Kuiper Belt. But that's new to me too. Is it okay? Yeah. All right, good. I'm just saying. All right, good. Then I'm not alone. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know who's hypothesizing that we have external black holes orbit. I don't know. Uh, right. I don't. If, Maybe it's some, I, maybe I missed that. Right. Okay, maybe I missed that a new development that, that morning edition right. of the Astrophysical Journal. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I might have, you know, but uh, so, but it's still a fascinating question. I think about this all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. If Earth happened upon a black hole that was traveling through space, mm -hmm. an encounter between Earth and a black hole, Earth loses. Gotcha. Okay. Right. Now, because we know about this tidal force that will stretch things where the the side of the Earth nearest the black hole will experience a much higher force of gravity than the side that's farthest. Mm -hmm. That means the side closest to the black hole will pull towards it faster than the side of the Earth. And so you'll end up stretching Earth. Okay. Now, the, the problem with the word stretch is, you know, Earth is not Gumby, right? Or Elastic Man. Right? I am Earth, damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's... So it's not like it's not, Earth is not made of rubber. Earth is made of sort of solid substance. Right. So if you're going to stretch, put under stress the solid sphere that is Earth, Earth will basically begin to crumble. Okay. Into smaller and smaller bits of rock. So you're looking at massive earthquakes. Oh yeah, but it would happen pretty and quickly. And tidal waves. Oh, it would happen. Oh very yeah, quickly. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, if you're falling straight in, right? Oh. Oh, so yeah, so Earth will distort, become more and more oblong until the the, the strength of the materials can't hold that shape any, anymore. Right. And then it'll start sort of crumbling apart. And we call that spaghettification is when you start becoming this long strand. But again, spaghetti is one continuous string. Right, right. right. Whereas this will be a stream of... Uh, particles. That's right. A, a parade of particles so, as they... So is this Netflixication? Instead of spaghettification. How do you get Netflix in there? Streaming. Oh. 
<laughs> now I am going okay, to Okay, you have to flub one every now I'm and going then. To, I'm going to we're going to cut that out. We're cutting that one out. That one was just for me. You were tested. We, New we, material. We yeah, test material. Just for me. You're the person who came up with spaghettification if I'm not mistaken. No, I just popularized it. it actually, really? Yeah, it's true. Oh, I thought I thought you were I thought you actually yeah. coined the term. No, no, I I popularized it, but the the uh, it's traceable to Martin Rees. Martin Rees. Sir Martin Rees. In fact, he got it, he's now Lord Lord Rees. Gotcha. Lord Martin. Well, do you go to the first? A little one? full of himself, isn't he? No, no. Just, no. You call no. me Lord Rees. <laughs> oh, Sir Martin Rees. That's Lord Rees to you. <laughs> what the hell is up with Martin? <laughs> Just no, Martin, Marty. 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 Marty from the street corner. Said, what happened to you? Hey, Marty. It's Lord Rees now. <laughs> what is Marty? What the hell is your problem, Marty? Wait, he's not from Brooklyn. <laughs> hey, Marty. Lord Reese. I command thee to... I, I command thee to bring me my spaghettification. All right. So, all right. okay. All right. Well, yeah. Did we answer that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we just yeah. break apart. So we so break apart. If you're sitting here on Earth, it would just be an interesting phenomenon to behold. That's wow. all. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool, man. Mm -hmm. All right. Hey, Martin, great question. Oh, by question. the way, it would break open the, the the very hot liquid core of the earth. Now that doesn't that doesn't sound good. No, that's <laughs> I'm just gonna say I don't I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you cracking open the earth. <laughs> and the whole middle, and the whole middle. Is this glowing right. iron nickel ball of, of molten iron. Right. And yeah. Yeah, that's a bad day for that's, Earth. That's yeah, that's not mm -hmm. cool. Right on. All right, let's go to Todd Tobin then. Todd says, All right. how does a black hole not consume space-time itself and just go BS crazy, bat crap crazy, and destroy the entire universe? Why aren't black holes running amok? Did he say BC crazy? He said bat crazy. You know, oh, oh, oh. the, with the, with the, the bad the stuff. Yeah, bad, the bad, the, the bad word. Did he say crap or did he say no? He S said word? the s word. Oh, oh, you you were translating for us. Yes, I was. Because you're, you're acting as your own sponsor. No, it's, uh, you know uh, why? Because acting as your as your own censor. These little kids, they write me and they're just like, "Hey, man, you know, children are listening to this," and I'm like, "Well, you shouldn't be." <laughs> Stop trying to learn stuff and give up your dreams. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> that was a joke, people. Yes, that it was. Please. Please, a joke. Go ahead. But anyway, yeah, so he said BS crazy, okay. back crap crazy. And mm -hmm. why aren't they, why aren't black holes running amok? It, wait, wait, so. So he's saying, why, why doesn't the whole thing just like, why aren't they out of hand? Why aren't they just like consuming not only... Oh, I get it. That's why, why aren't they consuming space-time space itself? Space-time itself okay. and just, just eating away the entire universe. Okay. Just eat it away. Okay, because black holes are not any more voracious as black holes than they were as stars before they became black holes. Interesting. So it's really about mass. It's just the mass. It's just mass. So that's all. If you get... Now, so the thing... So here's how to think about it. Think of the sun, mm -hmm. okay? Um, before you... How close can you get to the sun? You get near the surface and you just vaporize, okay? All right. <laughs> yeah. So now the, sur the sun's surface, its atmospheric surface, has a certain strength of gravity there. Okay. Right? Okay. Now let's cram the sun into a smaller volume. Same amount of mass. It's just denser. You can now get closer to the sun's center of mass. 
so its surface gravity is now higher. Cram it smaller. The surface gravity is even higher. Black holes are fun to think about and talk about because you can get close to them. If you get closer to Earth's center mass, you leave it half of Earth behind you, and it's not interesting. The good thing, the fun thing about black holes is you can get close to their center of mass, and their entire mass is between you and their center. That's why they become interesting. But puff it back up to the original size, there's no different. Nobody cares. Right. That's why. Right. So black holes are just, they're, they're, it's, you can just get, it, it's, <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they allow you to get close to them without you knowing how deadly they are in such a state. Oh, my God. That's all. Oh, snap. That's the difference. Okay, I got all right. you. So, and, but technically... they an ex-girlfriend like that. They, technically, they are consuming the space-time around them. Space folds back on itself so that you cannot even come back out. You can think of a black hole as completely consuming the volume of space-time in its vicinity. Wow. I have no qualms with you thinking of what's inside the event horizon as the black hole having, having eaten its own space-time continuum. I have no problems with that. That is super cool. Right. Wow, what a great question then. I mean, And there's that old ancient question, what happens if a snake starts eating its tail mm -hmm. and continues to do so? Right. Will the snake one day disappear? I don't know, but it certainly won't be hungry. <laughs> this, this would no, just sure think of. that through. If it just keeps, if it eating, just keeps eating it keep, itself, it wraps. In, yeah, but then how does the head eat itself? See, it keeps. It comes in from behind the head. Okay. If if you imagine a completely flexible snake at right. all times, it just keeps going, it's, going, it going, keeps going, eating, and then, then like, it eats. <laughs> and there you go. I love that sound. Yeah, that is the That's sound the a snake, snake would make if at it the did end that. of the meal, and it's gone. <laughs> No more snake. <laughs> right. That's that's a black hole. There you go. All right. All right. That's cool. All right. Christopher Carnes, uh, uh, Kyrens wants to know mm -hmm. this. Uh, everything in space seems to be spinning and rotating. Yes. Planet spins and rotates mm -hmm. around stars. Stars. So just to be clear, uh, if you rotate on an axis, if you turn on an axis, we say you're rotating. If you move around another object, we say you're revolving. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So just just most people don't know that, but it's it's. Since the language can distinguish it, right. why not? Right. And they're not weird words. We've all used them before. Okay, so go. So stars spin and revolve around galaxy centers. So spins rotate and then mm -hmm. they revolve, yes. Right. Even galaxies are spinning. Yes. Is there any evidence that there are rotate that they are rotating around something? They spin. But do they rotate or revolve? Not, and with the new vocabulary, revolve, revolve around something else. around something else. So in our neck of the woods, no. Wow. Okay. Well, because we don't have enough galaxies where we are to be able to create an orbital system. Right. Right now, as far as we can tell, we're on a one-way collision course with but Andromeda. Not, right. We're not right. orbiting each other or anything like that. All right. However, there are places in the universe that have hundreds of and in some cases, thousands of galaxies in a sort of a beehive configuration. Mm. You can track those galaxies. Those would have orbits around the center of that galaxy, super, we call it superclusters. Superclusters. Right. So yes, in, in not all cases, but in some interesting cases, you do have stars that rotate, 
orbit the center, revolve around the center of their galaxies, as do all the other stars in their galaxies, and the galaxy itself is orbiting the center of the supercluster. Yes. Now, is it possible to see the uh, to see the movement of the galaxy and measure it in such a way that we could possibly see if there's something there revolving around, like a black hole or something that's at the center of the supercluster? Oh, you know, centers of superclusters. That's an interesting. Yeah, thing. I'm just, that's what I'm saying. That would be a yeah. really Ooh. that would be a really cool thing to find out if the supercluster <laughs> is actually revolving around around a black hole. a black hole Ooh. itself. Yeah, uh, that's an interesting question. Hmm. I don't. I don't know. Wow. I, I don't know. Cool. Well, please go find out. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my assignment between now and the next time. <laughs> okay, Chuck. I'll get right. I'll get right on. I'll it. get on that for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but there it turns out you might ask: Could the supercluster be orbiting around some other concentration of some meta mass of, of galaxies? Right. Here's a problem. You ready? Go ahead. You can look at the speed of galaxies moving in the largest of the superclusters, because you can measure this with a Doppler shift. Okay, okay? that makes sense. Okay. We all know the Doppler shift intuitively, all right? So if a car is... Exactly. You stand on the edge of a, of a freeway. Right. Here. I can do better than that. Here. Go ahead. Oh, that was good. Oh, sorry, that was a speedway. That was, a, yeah. Not okay. bad. So no one ever asked, why doesn't it sound the same coming towards you as it does going away? Wasn't it? No, it's... <laughs> okay, so so the pitch changes. Okay, which is why are you laughing? I'm trying, oh, trying, I'm trying to teach here, dude. I love it. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. So so it's a higher pitch if it's coming towards you, right? And a lower pitch as it goes. So it's like compression and expansion. Exactly. Gotcha. And so even though it's only giving the same sound, if the car is parked in front of you, right. the engine is making one sound. Right. All right. Inside the car, all you hear is. Exactly, exactly. But here we go. No. Okay. Gotcha. So, so you, if you it's measure the kung fu movie ever, <laughs> if, no. if you measure the change in the frequency of sound, right, as it comes towards you, right, and compare it to, you can, and you know what that sound should be, is a very <laughs> simple formula that was uh, developed by Christian Doppler, who was a a, a German. Physicist. He might have even been a chemist, actually. But uh, he was, uh, I think this was the 19th century. He figured this out. Okay. And he did it with a, a railroad train, the, the whistle of a train as it came by. Because they didn't have race cars right. in the 19th, in the 19th century. century. Yeah. All right. So you measure how fast the galaxy is moving. And then you look at how big the galaxy cluster is. Right. You can say, how long will it take at that speed to cross the cluster? Gotcha. That's, nothing, that's a perfectly that's, that's honest easy. question. Yeah, no worries. No, yeah. Okay. For the biggest of these clusters, it takes longer than the age of the universe. Wow. So the cluster has not had enough time to have everybody sort of organize into their orbits. Gotcha. So for many of these measurements, you can't use the speed as an indication of other stuff that's going on. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's we don't live long enough. I know. Damn it. I know. Our time range is like that. Oh. That was that during the Super Bowl. I tweeted that. Did you what? know? That? No, I did not. You know, you, see, I read your tweets. You don't read my tweets. I'm, now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> All I said was, while you're watching, if the hundred yards on the field were a timeline of the universe, okay, of the 14 billion year universe, and one end zone is the Big Bang, right, and modern day is like the other end zone. 
than the thickness of a blade of grass, the width of a blade of grass at the other end zone is from 30,000 years in our past to the present. Just one? The thickness. The thickness. Not, not okay. the width, the thick, just... Just right. The thickness. Yeah. Cavemen to modern time. That's our little... That's what we occupy. Well, our humans, yeah. That's Cro- what Cro-Magnon. Cro-Magnon, yeah, Cro-Magnon humans uh, o- over that time. So, that's the entire history of our species on a 100-yard-long football field. Wow. So were it not for computers to simulate what's going on over timescales longer than we live, we would not know anything about things that lasted longer than we do. Damn. That's, oh, yeah. That's pretty wild. And our our ego, historically, was we are the know-everything. So why should Earth be much older than our history exactly. books? Exactly. Right. Why should it? Why should it? When this is all about us. Why should your eyes not see things that are seeable in the universe. Right, when I'm the only one that matters. Right. So even the telescopes that were first constructed only brought us visible light. Right, right. So we have better versions of our eyes, but it's still light that we can see. They discover infrared, X-rays, ultraviolet, X-ray, gamma rays, the whole rest of the spectrum you can't see? How dare the universe communicate in ways that our senses cannot detect? Wow, you know what? This is really fascinating because it starts, as you look at the fact that we are indeed one chromosome away from, you know, the other apes. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yet at the same time, we're the only, or are we? Are other animals thinking about this kind of stuff that we're talking about right now? Are there dolphins just like, yeah, I'm telling you right now, man, there's something more than this ocean. (laughs) There was a, uh, we'll end, we got to end right like right now, but there's a comic, uh, Gary Larson, you remember the, the, oh, yeah, the yeah, illustrator? Yeah. Uh, he, <laughs> there was a chicken, a horse, a, a cow, and some other farm animal mm-hmm. in the barn. Right. They're having a conversation. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> the chicken says, but if you divide by the square root of the mass, you get the same result. And then like the cow said, wait, but you're missing the basic premise of my theory. <laughs> well, and one of them looks out the window, farmer! Okay, I, the farmer's coming towards them, and the farmer comes in, cluck, cluck, cluck. <laughs> right, yeah, that's cool. So you don't know if they're not talking that way when you're not looking? No, I'm pretty sure they're not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the refrigerator light. How do you Does know? It, right. You don't know if it's Is on it or really off when with off? the door closed? You don't know? <laughs> All right, we got to go. We All went right. way over time here. Dude, this has great. been Star Talk, Cosmic Queries, Chuck Nice, Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. As always, I bid you to keep looking up. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. 
Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.